On this episode of the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, we sat down with Wyatt Reed to uncover exactly how to use creative financing and specifically the birth strategy when investing in real estate. Welcome to the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where we provide actionable steps to help you get your first or next real estate deal. Now, during this episode, you're going to discover exactly how to use creative financing and specifically the burn investing strategy in real estate. For those of you who are new to the show, my name is Sean Young, today's host, and I love all things real estate. Now, before I introduce you to our incredible guest speaker today, I want to make a request that if at any point during this show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And be sure to take a look in the description as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. Now, today, we have the privilege to learn from a man who is crushing it, helping new investors get their first deal within 60 days. Now, prior to his career in real estate, he was a manufacturing engineer. But all that changed when he decided that he didn't want to do that for the rest of his life. I would describe our guest as someone who was purpose driven. I want to introduce you all to the one, the only, Wyatt Reed. Wyatt, thank you for being a guest on today's show, brother. Man, thank you. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Awesome. So Wyatt has brought along his business partner, John Coleman, as well. So we, we've got we've got a double dose today from, from the Wyatt clan. <laughs> Sir, let's do it. Indeed, indeed. Now, before we dive into the steps on how to use creative financing and specifically the birth strategy, Wyatt, you contribute a lot of your success to your ability to problem solve. Now, why do you think this has helped play such a big role in your success? Man, uh, as you know, and, and every other entrepreneur knows, and maybe not the new beginner, but man, every day is a different situation. Every day is a different problem to solve. Um, and, and it never ends. Even when you think things are going good, you're still battling with, with problems that, that, that arise. So yeah. you got to be quick to, to be able to just, you know, think about it, brainstorm yeah. and, and implement something quick. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. as you continue to grow, man, the problems just continue to get bigger. Indeed, indeed. Gentlemen, can you guys give our audience a, a brief background on yourselves? You know, how did you guys get together? You know, where are you from? You know, what do you guys got going? Yes, we uh, we've been investing in, in real estate for about four years now. Um, we just met about two years ago and uh, I was on the real estate investing side of things. And John was uh, a realtor uh, working with real estate investors. And, and he came across a, a tiny home community and uh, asked if, if I could ride out there with him. And man, we, we've been best friends ever since. Nice, nice. So um, what what is your your business looking like today? I mean, are you guys doing birth strategy as your as your main strategy? Are you doing other creative deals? I know that you said you're coaching. So what's your focus right now? Right. All right. Well, other than the coaching, yeah, we have our, our real estate company. Um, we do a lot of wholesale and we were doing a lot of flipping, but we kind of, you know, toned it down on the flipping. It's just too much work, the, it's too much headache. We just don't like it, to be honest with you. So we prefer, you know, more of the slow flip method through creative financing where we, you know, purchase the deal using the Burr method. And then we turn around on the back end and sell or finance that deal to a tenant buyer. Nice, so nice. it's basically the same thing as a flip, but 
it's a long, it's a long term flip. Most of ours are, you know, most of ours are set up on 20 to 30 year terms. Yeah. And John, John runs the real estate side of, uh, of the company and I run the, uh, the consulting side. So we have a mastermind and a, and a beginner's course. Nice. Nice. So for those, for, for our listeners out there who don't know what the bird, what bird means, like, can you guys break that down? What is the bird strategy and, and how does, does one get involved with that? Right. So uh, BIRD stands for buy, renovate, rent, refinance and repeat. Um, essentially what we're doing, you can use your own capital, but essentially what we're teaching people is how to leverage other people's money to purchase these properties mm-hmm. and then refinance out of them and get them all their money back. Nice, nice. So how, how does one do that? How would one if let's say you find a deal out there, how do you even identify an opportunity for BIRD? Well, first off, of course, you got to run the numbers on it and make sure it makes sense. But how we take them down typically is leveraging other people's money, whether it be private sources, private investors that we've networked with and, you know, developed a relationship with them to where they're willing to um, bring the money to the deal and then us turn around and pay them back out of the cash out refinance or whether we're using hard money lenders you know, which of course are going to be higher interest, but we leverage their money as well. And then just pay them back out of the cash out refi. Yeah. And to, and to pull back a little bit from at the beginning, um, you know, as far as running numbers, it's really got to, got to fall under two categories, especially if you're leveraging other people's money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got a cash flow, obviously. So we run it at that and see what the market rents are and, and see if it's going to cash flow. But also you got to be thinking about the refinance. Most banks are only going to be giving you 80% of the appraised value. And I've seen them starting to tighten it up, tighten up now that interest rates are going up and things are start, starting to shift in the market a little bit. So um, you, it's got to hit those two rules. It's got a cash flow and you've got to be able to pull that investor's money back out to give to them. Indeed, indeed. Two important, definitely two important pieces. Um, so so you guys are basically going out there finding the investors first, finding folks who want to offload money and, and saying, hey, we have an opportunity to help you guys. And, and that, is that your approach? Yeah, yeah. We we a lot of the times though we take deals to them. We we've, we've already established it when we were first getting started. We were using more hard money because those were the contacts that we were put uh, we were linked with, and uh, you know we were just able to send them money. As we continued to grow, um, we were needing more money, and uh, we actually got cut off on a deal from our hard money lender. And I was just talking to a friend about it that I knew had capital, not even really thinking about pitching it to him, but. Um, and, and he was like, well, I've got that. I can, I can lend it to you if, if, you know, you want to get it done. And man, ever since then, I've just always had that conversation with people when I, when I talk to them and I know that they've got, you know, a little bit of capital. Nice. Nice. So it's not as bad as you think out there, listeners. Um, all you got to do is have the conversation. You'll be surprised at how many people that are right in your network that, that have the available capital. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you got a good deal, it's easy to find the money. I, that's that, that's 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 golden right there, guys. If you've got a good deal, it's easy to find that money. It's everywhere. Money is out there. Yeah, a lot of people think that money is the problem when in actuality it's the deal. Finding the deal is the problem, man. Money's easy. Indeed, indeed. So how does your organization look right now, uh, gentlemen? Is it just you two or, or do you guys have a team? Yeah, we have a team. Um, on the real estate side of things, we have uh, a VA um, taking all the inbound uh, conversations with sellers 
And then we have an acquisitions guy that goes out and and checks all checks out all the properties, goes on the appointments and gets them under contract. And then um, we pretty much do the rest after after that. I mean, we've got a great connection of of investors that we work with. I mean, right now we're we're just pretty much buying everything, but uh, mm-hmm. uh it's been pretty easy for us to just say, "Hey, we got a deal." You know, text people or or throw it out on Facebook and and get rid of it pretty easy. Are you guys uh localizing in your local market or are you doing deals nationwide? Where are you guys at? No, we're we're pretty much 100% in our local market, North Alabama. Okay. Okay. Nice, nice. Are you guys uh, suggesting um, for our listeners out there? Is that your suggestion that you stay local, understand your yeah. local market? I would uh, definitely say you need to understand your local market because if you don't under, understand your own market, how are you going to understand another market? But at the same time, no, I don't. I don't recommend staying in your local market one hundred percent of the time. I mean, we do plan on expanding into other markets. We're looking into Florida probably sometime this year, mm-hmm. but. I would say you definitely want to start in your local market. Right. Absolutely. Got it. Got it. What What other kind of creative strategies are you guys using outside of the burr? Uh, we wholesale and wholesale a lot. Um, we've, we've raised a good bit of capital so that we can just pretty much close on these properties. Um, most of them are turnkey. Um, we'll, we'll make an offer and turn around and close on them and just throw them on the MLS just because they're, they're selling like hotcakes. And the MLS is, is one of, is your biggest buyers list, I would say. So if you have the capital or can raise the capital to, to close on deals and put them on the MLS, man, you'll, you'll up your profit margin quite a bit. Yeah. What percentage of, of your business would you say is, is wholesaling right now? Man, that's tough. Um, I would say we're about, we're about 75% just buying and, and seller financing. And then the yeah. rest is probably hotel wholesale. Right. Okay. For our listeners out there, what, what is hotel? What does a hotel mean? So a hotel is basically you find the property off market. It's in decent condition. And then you just turn, you close on that property using somebody else's money or your money if you have it. Mm-hmm. And then immediately you throw it on the MLS and, and and sell it, meaning you don't really have to do any work to it. You might have to go in and deep clean or something like that, but there's no no major work that needs to be done. It's not a flip. Okay. Okay. Um, what were your some some of you guys' early struggles together? I know you guys have been partnered together now for two years. Um, you know, what made you come together to say, hey, this makes sense to to work together? Man, I mean, when we came together, we were just we were just friends. Um, you know wanting to do real estate and, and, you know, we would always just meet up, hang out and brainstorm together. But, uh, I mean, we, our, our real estate company, REI dads used to be a trio and, and, you know, we had some issues with partnerships and, and partnerships outside of this as well. Um, I'd say that, that would be one of them. Um, Oh, shiny syndrome that, that was in the beginning, that was a, a big thing. And for the new investors, I, I think that, that's something that they need to know about, you know. Um, John always says people need to stay in their lane, and and yeah. we we keep telling ourselves that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm one. I don't have shiny syndrome. I like to, you know, focus on one thing at a time and and get it up and running properly before moving on to the next avenue. Yeah, that that's that's awesome. I bet that's what makes your partnership work out so well is that you guys 
you 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 know you kind of lean on each other for different strengths or, or different things. Sounds right. like like sounds like John is like no, we're, we're laser focused. We're staying in our lane, and why <laughs> why it can kind of sometime like hey, but you know we've got some other things over here we can <laughs> capitalize on though. Right. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, our <laughs> dynamic is really good, man. I mean, we we're quick to and and anybody going into a, a partnership with anybody needs to understand that you've got to be very open and honest and communicate very well and have hard conversations quickly. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you gotta be on the same page. Um, yeah, it's pretty much like a marriage. We actually have monthly owners meetings to where we sit down and, you know, ask each other, how you're feeling? Do you have anything going on inside that we need to discuss, you know, making sure that we're still good. And, and then we discuss, you know, as far as the future for our business and where we're at now. Nice. Nice. Makes, makes a lot of sense. All right, guys, you mentioned something earlier, or at least I mentioned it earlier, which is that you guys are helping students get deals within their first 60 days. Guys, you're you're helping folks live the dream. Can you tell us a little bit about your your program and and your coaching and what do you guys offer, you know, that that separates you guys from others that are out there? Oh, heck yeah, man. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, we we have this uh, beginner's class. We just started in in October and, um, you know, out of the nine that, that have uh, signed up. I think we only have two that haven't gotten their first deal yet. And we have two that have already gotten, uh, multiple deals. And, uh, it, we just, we, we've been ever for the last two years, for the last year, I would say I've been, I've been really dialing in what needs to be the focus. And, um, you know, we, we start heavy on marketing right out of the gate. You know, we, we talk about foundational things. We talk about how to build the business and structure the business and things like that. But, mm-hmm. Pretty much straight out of the gate, I'm having these guys. We're, we're having the conversation of what are your expenses personally? What are your in, what's your income personally? Do you have anything to be able to market? You know, with paid marketing. If not, let's talk about what these free sources are and let's hammer on this stuff until you start bringing consistent leads in. And I think that's that's the biggest thing is getting started in marketing quickly. You know, because once you get a deal, you can start going through and running numbers and, and talking about negotiating things like that. But um, you can't do that until you get a deal. Right. Are are your students working with both of you guys, um, Wyatt and both, both your, yourself, John? Yes, sir. Yeah, nice. we, we've actually got, um, we, we'll do a weekly zoom call support zoom with these guys. Um, and, and we actually have our acquisitions guy. He does communications training every Friday as well. So they're getting a double dose and getting to getting to meet our team and and uh, listen to how we talk to and communicate with sellers. And I just think that that, again, that that helps them you know get there much quicker. That is huge. That is huge. Um, guys and folks, guys, and ladies and gentlemen who are out there listening, you, all the time you say, hey, I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm afraid that if I get someone on the phone that, you know, they're going to yell at me or. Man, Wyatt and and Jason right, and excuse me, Wyatt and John right now are literally <laughs> are literally laying it out on on what they're offering so that you can get over those hurdles. Yep, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. There's there's one thing you've got to get comfortable with as a as an investor, and that's rejection. You're going to get told no a lot. You're going to get cussed out a lot. Yep. But it's okay. Move on to the next deal. Guys, as a reminder, at any point in the show, if you guys like what you're hearing, make sure you give us a thumbs up, 
Look in the description of this show as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. It's your engagement that keeps us doing this for the community for absolutely free. Also, I'm sure John and Wyatt have got some great giveaways and some ways that you can connect with them that I'll also have in the description area as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I just I actually just got done with a uh, a beginner's guide. It's it's packed full of of things on like everything from structuring your business to, you know, what are different types of marketing, how to run numbers on deals um, and different different aspects like that. So absolutely. We'd love to share that with you guys. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. What What is your why? Why are you guys doing this? Oh, man. One of my biggest whys would be just giving the ability to give back. You know, one of my big goals this year is to be able to uh, buy my pastor's church for them. Mm, that, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is amazing. So you guys are definitely go givers. That That is amazing. Right now, um, what would you say would be the best advice for someone that, that's considering, you know, getting started in our industry that they may have a little bit of money saved up? They might have a nine to five or they might be out of work. Would you suggest them getting started in wholesaling or, or you know, reaching out to a coach or getting started right now? What is your suggestion on that? Yeah, I, I highly suggest uh, reaching out to a coach, you know, if it, and if it's not us, it's you. If it's not you, it's somebody else. You know, we we. We are in a network full of coaches that, that help people every single day. And we have coaches. I mean, we have, we have two mentors right now that are, that are teaching us and we stay in masterminds because you, you're going to, as a new investor, you're going to learn just how quickly people are not going to understand you for wanting to do the things that you want to do. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure you can attest to that. And that's why we join these communities. That's why we join these masterminds is because, you know, these people actually understand us. They understand what we're going through. And uh, a lot of the people that are in your life right now, they won't know, they won't understand that. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's, that's where you find your support circle and, and why it made meant to something that was like huge. He says that he's part of masterminds and, and coaches. I mean, we're part of some of the same masterminds and coaching groups as well, meaning that we as coaches are still investing in our education and, and, and bettering ourselves as well. So it's very important, guys, very yeah. important that you uh -huh. that you figure it out one way or another. You're going to either spend the time or, or you're going to, you know, you know, put the investment up front to, to get yourself educated and guided with a good coach. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you guys got a great program. Absolutely. We appreciate it, man. 100%. What, what do you fellas think your lives would be like right now if you'd never found real estate and you were still working in your past jobs? Yeah, miserable. <laughs> I would say miserable. Yeah. So that went uh, right to the imagine. chase. I can't no, imagine. man. I mean, that, that's for sure, man. You know, every morning I get up and uh, one of the first things that I do is my wife and I go for a walk together. And well, we see our kids off to school and then we go for a walk together and just being able to do that, you know, without having to worry, worry about getting up and go to a nine to five, actually get to see my kids off to school, both parents, not just one. And we get to go for that walk together first thing in the morning, spend the first part of our day together. That means more to me than anything, man. I couldn't imagine going back to a nine to five. Man, I, that that is beautiful. That is amazing. And I 100% agree. It's the small little things that you never even knew were there until you get them that you're like, I'm never giving this up. Right. That's <laughs> motivation enough in itself, man. 100%, 100%.
guys, it's out there for the taking, guys. So so go ahead, reach out to these fellas, reach out to John, reach out to Wyatt, see what they got going. Uh, they definitely are. are I know Wyatt, so um, I, I can vouch for these gentlemen. I'm learning John right now. And, and if they're partners, then I can vouch for John as well. They're solid gentlemen. And that's who you want to deal with when you're dealing with a coach, someone who's been there, done that and who's where you want to go. They're, they're where you want to be. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, I don't know who's going to take this section of it, but this is what I call the rapid fire section. I'll let you both take it, actually. <laughs> this is where I ask you a question, and then you tell me the first thing that comes to mind, and we could just take turns. We could let Wyatt start it off. <clears throat> Let's do it. And then John could follow up right, right behind you. All right. All right. First question. On a scale of one to ten, how strict were your parents? Oh, eight. <laughs> okay. Oh, am I supposed to get in there? I got yep, you. Yep, yep. Um, Man, uh, I would probably say a five on mine. They, okay. they weren't very strict. I'm a whole lot more strict than mine were. I promise you. That. <laughs> gotcha. Get up early or stay up late? Get both. <laughs> yeah, get up early. Gotcha. Me, I'm both, man. I go to bed typically around midnight and I'm up around six. Okay. How many hours of sleep do you get each night? Yeah, about six. Yeah, I'm sane, yeah. so. Okay. Favorite or last book read? Oh man, shoot! I mean, I would, I would say one of my favorites would be Rich Dad Poor Dad, but my last book read was actually what was that evangelism book? Uh, the Tiny Book of Evangelism or something? something like yeah, that. yeah. It was a you know it was a spiritual book talking about evangelizing people. Okay. Yeah, uh, Rhino Success from. Um, Tom Tom Crow recommended that. He's not the one that wrote it, obviously, but he recommended that was a great one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. If you could be any superhero, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Man, my dad. Okay. That's my superhero. Mine would probably be Jesus. <laughs> you guys are coming with the heat today. Coming with those heat. <laughs> nice. Something everyone should do less of. <laughs> be lazy procrastinate yeah something everyone should do more of work out okay. take massive action and whatever it is that you want to pursue in life okay ai technology scary or the way of the future both <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been playing around with it that's for sure yeah i would say both for sure on that I'm going to give both you gentlemen the opportunity to answer this final question. If you had one wish, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Man, that's a hard question. That's deep right there. (laughs) Wish, what would it be? That's not a rapid fire question. No. (laughs) No. I would say to be able to speak to people intellectually on a level that Jesus was able to do when he was on earth. Yes. In other words, I would like to know the word of God to the point where I could effectively demonstrate it and walk in it the same way that he did. Man, all on that one. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. No, I would just, I would, I would wish to be able to, to to be able to help more people, I would say. Okay. Gentlemen, what final thoughts would you like to leave our listeners with out here today? 
Man, I, I I think something we've said on every single podcast, we say every every single day, mm-hmm. um, people need to know if it was easy, everybody do it, man. <laughs> That's right. Get out and take action. I mean, get a mentor, someone who can help guide you along the way. It's gonna, it's only gonna jumpstart your process, you know, to the point where you're not being held back. Like, I mean, me for one, because I didn't have a mentor starting out. So, fall forward. Yeah. Nice, nice. Love it, man. Fail your way forward. Take that massive imperfect action, gentlemen. I want to thank you both for coming on. How how can our audience reach you and, and get more information on God and what you guys do? So you can you can check us out on our social medias. I mean, Wyatt Reed and John Coleman. Um, we've actually got a link tree that we can share with you if you if you want to put 100%. that in the show notes. Uh, we'll share that with you, and you can reach out to to us on any platform. Hundred percent. We'll definitely add that in our show notes. Man, I, I want to thank you guys for for coming on, sharing the the burst strategy with our audience, talking about your awesome coaching program. I'm, I'm you guys are always welcome to come back anytime. Awesome, man. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. And to our listeners out there, you guys have made it to the end of the show. So give yourselves a pat on the back because most people never finish what they start and you just did. Now, if you guys got any value out of today's show, please share this with a friend or on your Facebook page. Like this video, subscribe to our channel and send us topics that you want to learn more about. So until the next episode, you can catch me on any one of my social media platforms. I'll see you all on the other side. John and Wyatt, thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you Thanks for, having, for us. having us, man. With this crown on my head, I'm seated on the throne. The top is so alone. Only thing that keeps me gone is I know my city love me. I know my city love me.